What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Shop all things Jerry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Jerry's World is brought to you by Less Is More Events. Get in line. Hey, 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 and welcome to Jerry's World Podcast. Today we are live. I got Courtney in the house, but I also have Mr. Ocean and Mr. Crucial in the house from Pens Deep. Today's show will be sponsored by, oh God, what is it, Courtney? Say it again, because I'm going to fuck up the name. <laughs> is it Stock, stock Return? Stroto, no, I think it's Strotocon. Strotocon, Jesus. Strotocon and their water bottles. You can find them on Strotocon at IG, and they are fruit infused. I don't know if y'all can see, but I got some cantaloupe in me. And they're bomb because the fruit is actually in its own little container, so it ain't all messed up. And in the water, as you're drinking it, it just has a hint of cantaloupe in it. They put me up on gate yesterday, and I've been drinking through them ever since. This is Cherry's World. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Cherry's World New Music Spotlight. Spotlight. Like what you say. Yeah, they all do. Say you know me, but I don't know you. Talking body, don't mind if I do. Trying to control me. Show 
Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, guys, what is going on? When I was reading your bio, it says Miami, Los Angeles. You giving me the best of both worlds, or is one from one place and one from the other? Yeah, absolutely, man. We definitely getting the best of both worlds, but we both actually grew up in Florida, and so we just kind of, you know, brought all that Miami and you know all that West Coast influence and. You know, music of growing up in Florida and being around the, you know, the 100 and Tallahassee family and all of that and came up with this really dope sound. Okay, so a little background, Tallahassee, somebody's a college student. Who went to college? Both of you guys? Both of us oh, did. Graduated. Uh, we'd like to defer to the term of corporate thugs. So, corporate thugs uh, is what we became. Yeah. I actually have an engineering <laughs> firm. He's a, yeah, a pharmaceutical sales rep. So. Exactly. Beautiful, and then somebody over there done pledged. Oh, yeah, you're talking about this thing here. Yeah, tell me what that thing is all about. I saw that you can't get nothing by me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and talk about your sound now because we're here to talk about music, not the engineer or the sales rep. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got a release coming out on the 18th, right? We have a release coming out September 18th. Yes, the record. Um, yeah, on Foundation Media. On Foundation Media. Uh, the record is called Do What I Want. Uh, us and uh, Sophia Camille, who's actually at Florida State. Oh, is she, she's there now or she graduated? She's there now. So what's really cool is we actually, I've known her for about three or four years. And um, she's always just been an incredible guitar player, singer. And um, when he made this beat, um, I saw some of the stuff that she was doing on Instagram, and I said, man, her, her pen is getting really nice. And so we reached out to her, and we sent her the track, and she just smashed it. And so we kind of started building the song around the vocals that she laid for us, and that's kind of how we came up with this record, Do What I Want. She's beautiful, too. Yeah. So <laughs> is, is she a part of the group, Pins Deep, or is she just an artist that you guys work with? Yeah, she's an artist that we're featuring, but 
Okay. Now, Joey, I see you're also, you do A&R. I do. I do. <laughs> Can you All tell us long. a little bit about that? All day long. Text, I love text, it, text, email, text, I, I love email. it. I love, I love finding artists because I, I know what it was like, you know, when, when I was an independent artist, you know, trying to get signed and whatnot. So I love finding artists that are, are doing things and, and, you know, they think that their sound is this. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's your sound. But, you know, what if you tried this? I think it would be dope if we put you with this type of producer or if we put you on this type of crucial beat, with this type of artist, with this type of writer. And so um, I love developing talent and connecting talent with other producers and songwriters. That's awesome. So are any of your talents right now signed to like major labels or, or do you A&R for major labels? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we, we have one song that we will probably uh, re-record um, but one of the artists that was on there, um, yeah, Sony. Yeah, 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 she was on Sony. Yeah, so that that was dope. And then one of the artists that we're also featuring on our project, she was on Universal. So some of these artists have had situations. Now that you know, doing the independent or trying to get another major situation. So we've been working with indies and people from major. So it's been a pretty cool, pretty cool process. Congratulations! Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I saw that. So, who's the lost member of Joe, uh, Jodeci? <laughs> Listen, that, that that would be me, man. In, in my mind, I I think I was probably Mr. Dalvin's cousin or something. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the fifth member of Jodeci. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Their their arrangements. Uh, you know, Devonte Smith's yeah. chord progressions. You know, the we show on our age, but I mean, that's a really big influence in terms of you know, wanted to, to, to do vocal arranging and, and just do stuff that was kind of really out of the box. So right. uh, they, they tease me about that all the time. They're like, God, man, that's a lot of harmonies, man. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not enough harmonies. Right, <laughs> right. I love it. So does that mean you can sing? Or you can sing? I sing. Can uh-huh. Put a note together in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. He's I'm all cool. right. He's I'm all cool. Right. I'm cool. <laughs> what about you? Do you sing? I I have done a little bit, but I mostly just get behind the keyboard or you know the drum machine or a sampler, do my thing that way. Yeah. Oh, he's the, the professionals. The producer. Yes. The engineer. That makes all the sense in the world. I didn't know. You know, some engineers can blow. They pick no, the head. Have- yeah, don't, don't let him fool you. I'm bad right now because I'm hoarse. It was his birthday yesterday, so we were oh. we've been uh, been celebrating there and yeah. not getting enough yeah. sleep and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, but I do okay. Yeah, I mean, now, he's definitely that guy. When we're in a session and you know I'm trying to give the artist notes and he'll be in the back like, no, like, ooh, I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's him. <laughs> Where these notes coming from? Right. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, because they'll definitely pick their head up and be like, mama, wrong note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you need, you need to get up, get up on that cheek. Yeah. Get up, up on the cheek. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> I love it. So, birthday yesterday. Happy belated birthday. Yes, thank sir. You so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. What, how was your COVID birthday? Like, what did you do? Man, you know, COVID, man, you got to get creative. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're actually at a resort right now, and, you know, you got pools and, there's libation everywhere, and it's, it's we're in Florida, so it's about 125 degrees, right. and we're safe. We, you know, we're half mask, half in the water. Uh, you know, so 
it's, it's just a blessing. So many other people had a rough time during COVID and are still having a rough time. So to be able to even celebrate it like this, uh, you know, I'm thankful. I got my, my people with me, so it's, it's all good. Oh, can we ask how old are you? Ooh, that is old. Or how <laughs> how old is well we we already know you know about some Jodeci because you don't want to tell that. Right, right, right. I see that your influences are Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Right. Yeah, that's right. So Aaron Smith. I, I just turned I just turned 41. I just turned 41. Hey. Yeah. That was a baby. Yeah, yeah, look at the baby over there. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate that, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how long y'all been doing music then? Oh man, that's a that's a loaded question. Yeah, I mean we're both we're both band kids. You know what okay. I'm saying? We, I think I started playing in a marching band in fifth grade, and I don't know where he started, but he, he started playing sax. Yeah, I started when I was in the sixth grade, so yeah, I've got him by about four years now. So yeah, I'm 45. Yeah. So I started in the sixth grade. Uh, playing the saxophone and like you said in the band, yeah. you know, you just go in there and just start picking up every instrument in the band room and start playing all of them. Right. And, uh, you know, it kind of takes off from there. In yeah, sixth yeah. grade, you started playing the saxophone? Yeah. It, it's a culture, man. It, it, it's, it's a culture. It's, it's a cult-like following. You can't, yeah. it's hard to get away from it. You start off with one instrument and then they, they're like, hey, you know, we need somebody on quads. And then they're like, hey, come, can you play cymbals? Can you play snare drum? Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, you're playing everything in the percussion section. And then in my case, I was drum major. And so it was, it was, it was just a progression for right. us just as far. And he can play ridiculous instruments in the woodwind. So we just kept learning, learning, learning more and more instruments. And right. so by the time we got to college, we were like, man, well, shoot, what's up with the other side of music? You know, mm -hmm. the songwriting side, the production side. So. Yeah, we've been, we've been doing this since we were kids. Right. Amazing. And I love that you say that because now we're in a homeschool era where so many of people are forced to homeschool. Right. I'm a firm believer in having music in school Absolutely. because it's statistically known that most kids who play instruments when they're young go off and go to college. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right here, you guys are living. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, even like, you know, Kind of to your point, you know, being in Tallahassee and going to FAM, you know, that was it. I mean, if you were able to be around the Marching 100 every day, I mean, it's impossible to walk away with, with anything other than just a huge appreciation for music. Like exactly. That. So, exactly. It's also known that kids who play music and go to college have a higher IQ. I'm just saying. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it. Saxophone, sixth grade, pretty impressive, and a sexy instrument. It's, it is a nice instrument. I was kind of forced into it, but that's a different story. <laughs> you know, you come home with your your dreams, like you learn how to buzz the mouthpiece or something like that. So, Daddy, I'm gonna play trumpet. No, you're not. We have a saxophone right there. Right. But I'm oh. You play trumpet at school. You're playing saxophone at home. Yeah, yeah. So it's generational with you guys. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. And what's, what's crazy is my dad played sax. So when I came home and started beating on everything with drumsticks, they were like, well, you just stop beating on the couch. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's uh, my, my mom played clarinet. It's, it's definitely our whole, right. our, our whole family's music. I believe that that kind of stuff is in your family. Courtney's daughter plays the piano. I woke up to a piano this morning and to a ukulele. 
There you go. Oh, 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 oh caught that. <laughs> Let's see how that turns out in my yeah. life. <laughs> my daughter's playing the ukulele too sometimes. That's crazy. Is she? Yeah, she's learning it. Yeah. That's amazing. And who in your family is uh, musical? Courtney, is do you come from Rebecca? <laughs> uh yeah, I actually do. My um aunt was uh in the Supremes. She replaced oh. Diana she replaced yeah, Diana Ross. Yeah. Wow. Let that, that little fun fact. Yeah, that little tidbit. No, it's, just, it's just a little minor detail. Yeah. It? You should start with that. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing major. <laughs> major, but it's definitely, I believe, generational. So do you guys have children? Yeah. Yes, yes. I have one boy and uh, I have three little girls. Three girls. And how are they handling COVID? Uh, well... Yeah, be creative. Yeah, you know, when it first started, um, yeah. you know, our son, he's in a Montessori. In, um, we live in Jacksonville. And it was actually right on the heels of his spring break. So it was spring break. So mm -hmm. he was home, you know, we were. And then after that, it was COVID. And he's like, okay. And he's like, okay, well, I'm ready to go back to school. It's like, well, we're not there yet. And it just, it, it, I mean, it's, it's hard to watch for a while. So we, you know, we got creative, you know, we took him out and played every day. And, Thank God for my wife, but she's a she's a former teacher herself. Oh. So I was elevated to the status of substitute teacher. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it was rough. It was rough to deal with. Yeah. That's amazing though. And does he play any instruments? He has a guitar, a drum, a trumpet, xylophone. He's got a lot of stuff in there. That's awesome. I mean, he's, I, he's I, feel like, a, I feel like I bought him a piano or something. A piano, yeah. I'm always pushing piano. Right? <laughs> yeah, because once you can play the keys, they say you can play anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get everybody's kid a piano. That's my gift. Thanks. Oh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good that you got uh, promoted to uh, substitute teacher because I never could make it past, you know, cafeteria guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was good for was lunch and recess. I did do recess pretty good. Yeah, yeah that was me. I was PE coach, janitor, and chef. That yeah. Was <laughs> and you have three girls, right? We have three girls, yeah. How are you handling that? That's a lot of, like, I've got one girl, and it's just, it's a lot. It's an adventure, yeah. I mean, like you said, for, for us and a, and a lot of kids, you know, it was spring break, COVID. So yeah. for about the first probably month and a half, it was just like, ah, oh, we're still on spring break. And I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can only do the trampoline so much, you know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, how many times are we going to do the trampoline thing? And then, yeah. and then you just had to, you know, just had to get creative. Right. It was, you know, uh, long, longer bicycle trips, you know, more trips to the beach. Right. Uh, swimming every day. Swimming, uh, you know, going on YouTube, learning karate. I'm, I'm teaching karate. Right. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, listen, you know. So I'm trying to teach these kids how to do karate based on what I saw on YouTube, and you know, a lot of dance battles, TikToks. Tick oh, <laughs> yeah, we made a couple of TikToks, you know, oh. singing contests. So you know, I love that. Yeah, I love that. For, for me, it's important for the people in Cherry's world not only to get to know your music, get to know your career, but get to know a little bit about the men that you are. So they're both family men. Right. Yes. They. Both have children. They they both try to be homeschool parents right now, just like everybody else. I ain't, man. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. 
so if someone, <laughs> if someone uh, wanted to like, just like give me a go-to song to describe like what they can uh, know about Pins Deep, what would, what would what song would you recommend someone to hear? They just need one song to get a good feel for you guys. Something of ours or something that, that, that would be similar. One of our so, no, one of y'all's, yeah. Man, we do so many different styles, but yeah. I would probably say, I know me personally as a, as a songwriter stay and a vocalist would be staying. <laughs> I, okay. I just think that it just shows you, you know, what we can do in terms of, you know, vocal arrangement right. and, you know, still having, you know, the track with that heavy 808 and the drums in there. And, you know, I'm sure for you as the producer. That staying in is a pretty good one. Yeah. Well, I would say drip. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. See, we haven't even released that one yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. okay. I didn't hear that one. Oh. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send, send it to you that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll yes. send it to you. Oh, see, I didn't get that. <laughs> you, you, you play that. You play that one when the kids go to bed. Right. That right. Is, yeah. That is oh. definitely nine o'clock ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the heads up. Now you guys write all your music too, right? Yes. They say that you can only write what you've been through or what you've seen or what you've experienced? I can't, uh, I can, uh, uh, not, not really, no. So I feel like for us as, as songwriters, yes, that part is definitely true. But then I think the other part is, you know, so say for example, if we were writing something for you, you might tell us about something that you've experienced and then it's our job to sell the fantasy right to help other people feel what what was it about what you went through at that time or what you want to experience what is it that you want to experience and how do we put that into the record for you and so you know that's the other side for us is how do we create the fantasy how right. do we, how do we create the experience for you vocally musically you know if it's something that we personally haven't experienced right so if you come talking you know if someone's talking about you know cocaine and stuff i'm like i mean i can't really write about that but how did you feel Right. <laughs> Let's make a record, okay? Right, exactly. Right, you know. So that's that's the other side of it, and we love that that part of the challenge. That's awesome. So you are open to write for other artists if you are interested in their genre. It, it, yes, but yeah, but even to to the to the point of your question, uh, we were doing something in Atlanta. I think we were in a conference or something, and one of the songwriters that we worked with said, "Hey." you know, my manager knows somebody that's tied to a country group. Can you guys do a country record? And I was like, I'll go do one tonight. Yeah. And she was like, are you serious? Yeah. So we went and did a country record, which came out incredible. It did. You know, I so love it. It just depends. So um, you know, it's, it's all over the place. But yeah, definitely writing for other people. Um, that's, that's one of the, the benefits of being able to, to bring that to the world. So, yeah. My my question for you guys being like a group, um, most groups don't last long. They have, and I'm not trying to get messy with it, but it's just reality. <laughs> are, are you guys wor Are you guys worried about that, or you have you thought about you know what to avoid, not not to be like some another group or whatever like that? Have you guys thought about that? So the funny part, I mean, <laughs> the funny part about that is we we've been friends for so long. You right. know what I mean? Like we actually. When we were in high school, we literally were doing this in the hallway. Didn't really know each other. Right. Okay. And it wasn't until like after college when it's like, and you went to FAMU? Yeah, I went to FAMU. When did mm. you go to FAMU? I went to FAMU, you know? So it was that kind of thing. But we, right. we've always seen each other around campus, you know, have mutual friends. 
And so we've been friends for a long right. time. And then, you know, once I left the entertainment industry and, and kind of went to being a corporate thug, that's when he kind of ramped up right. and was doing music and all these different beat battles. And Well, it's his fault. Let's start off with that. <laughs> so, so him and the family came up to visit. And, you know, he just ran off like three or four little tidbits and then went to bed. And I was like, wait, what? So he gets up the next morning and I was like, I found out if I ask him, there's a conference here, you can do this, you can do this, you can do that. And he's like, okay. So I went to the conference. You know, a couple of weeks later, I was like, okay, I got this beat. He's like, uh, you know, did another one. Uh, and after a while, it started getting better and better and better. And he's like, okay, you're not gonna, you're not gonna go away, are you? <laughs> so I'm not really too worried about about that part of it because you know we we know what each other's. Uh, we've always had the conversations about what is our passion in terms of what we want to do right. as far as writing and A and R and production and and being you know kind of a go-to guy for many different things so it's not so much a group in terms of you know breaking right. up it would be the closest comparison i would say would be like outcast you know oh okay what happened with andre and big boy and he's like no he's doing this i'm doing that and then they come right back together right so would you guys think that that's a good comparison uh call yourself like outcast because i was thinking like neptunes maybe y'all like more like neptunes that, that yeah that's that's probably a, yeah, a, that's a, a very a, similar okay crucial do you have crucial not crucial i'm trying to make you <laughs> tomato tomato <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like how you put that little <laughs> <laughs> yeah. crucial yeah. do you have a favorite genre that you like working in favorite genre is going to be r&b hands down what about you ocean so surprisingly, definitely R&B is, I'm an R&B dude. I love alternative music. Like that really trips people out. And I'm like, no, I like, I love alternative music. That's mm -hmm. probably one of my favorite right. genres to write. And, and I like writing it over non-alternative beats um, or music. So that's, that's my, those two are my favorites. Wow. So what are we expecting to hear when we hear the whole album? I know we have this single dropping September 16th or 18th? 18th. 18th. Okay, September 18th, their single is dropping. What genre is that? Is that R&B? So, so it's, it's not really R&B. It's more of a, it's a dance record. Um, so I would probably, actually, we've been trying to talk about it. what's the What's the best category to put that in other than dance? Yeah. It's kind of a, it's, what do you think? I mean, you? the genres are so blurred now. It, I mean, it's, it's definitely a kind of pop R&B, pop soul record, this, our single that's coming out on the right. 18th. So I would say pop soul. But as far as the project, when you hear the whole project, you're going to hear fusions of genres. You're going to hear uh, someone who's extremely soulful, but it may be over an alternative you know, type track, you know, like I was just kind of describing. Or for example, you know, with Sophia Camille, Sophia Camille is really kind of a, um, no, I mean, folk singer is a really bad term. But indie, she, probably. Yeah, she, she's indie. You right. know, she's very eclectic, um, an amazing writer. She can sing any style, but she has her own vibe. And one of the things that's really cool about working with artists like Sophia Camille is we can take someone who would normally be in this lane and say, hey, you know, drive over here for a second and see how it feels. And, and the product that comes out of that has been pretty cool. Right. And so you're going to hear some fusions, but ultimately it's going to just be nonstop, you know, heavy beats. Crucial really put in a lot of work on these, on this production. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to try doing music. 
I'm hey. gonna try to get there. Hey, hey guys, uh, a guy named Chesco wants to know: Can you can they listen to your music now? Where can they listen to your music now? Yeah, for sure. So right now we have the pre-save link uh, on pensdeep.com. You can go there and check out some of our music. Again, that's p-e-n-z-d-e-e-p.com, pensdeep.com. Uh, we'll start posting more snippets after you know we finish talking with you guys, and then from there we'll just be rolling out singles over the next three to six months. So you hear more and more music from us. And, and we will that. post everything you put up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. What else do you want the fans to know about you guys? What do we want the fans to know? Yeah, because everybody won't give you a platform just to say what you want. They ask you these questions, they put out the narrative that they want people to know about you. What do you want people to know? So one thing for me is, you know, we take we obviously take the music very seriously. It's not it's not something we just kind of do offhand, it's not a hobby. Um, so what we kind of want people to know is that you can have more than one thing. Like I'm an engineer, but I'm also a producer, you know. So there, there's not one particular thing, you don't have to stay in one lane. So what we want, us to, want them to know about us, or from my perspective, is your limitations are basically what you come up with in your mind. Um, from, from us, it's, it's unlimited, there is no limit. And, and I think just to kind of piggyback off of that, as far as us, you know, we, we started off over the last couple of years really just trying to do things in television and film. And we kept a lot of independent artists started coming to us about saying, hey, I want something that sounds like this. I've never been able to find anybody that can do this particular sound. So I think that I, I, for me, I want artists to know, artists, songwriters, producers, that, hey, when you, you don't have to stay in a certain box, right? If, right. You're, if you're an R&B singer, if you're a pop singer, if you're a country singer, but you want something out of the box, there are producers like Penn Steve out here that we're like, bring it to us. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll make it into a smash record. And that's what we're gonna to continue to do. So that's, that's what I would want people to know about Penn Steve, because we, we, we love music, period. Right. Songwriting, period, that. no genre, yeah. Right, and everything's on the table. I love that, because I have people who constantly try to keep me in a box. Right. We interviewed a um, a lady who's at the U.S. Open right now playing tennis, and I actually had people writing us telling me, you shouldn't ask those questions. You should have let another tennis player ask those questions. I'm like, wait, because I'm not a tennis player. I can't ask about tennis. Wow. Where does that come from? I watch tennis. Right. I tried to play tennis. I wasn't good at it. <laughs> Hey, I heard you guys say it twice now, and I want you guys to elaborate on this. What, what does corporate thug mean? <laughs> Man, all right. So <laughs> corporate thug, so I, I'm assigned to a production label. Uh, man, I'm assigned to a production label. And so when I, when I got out of that deal, I moved back to Florida and went right into corporate. I had never been in corporate before ever. So I'm coming fresh from LA, fresh off the music scene. So I still had a mohawk, you know, <laughs> earrings. You know, I wasn't wearing suits. I was dressing like an artist for, you know, the, the previous three years. So when I got to corporate and had to, you know, cut the mohawk off and no more earrings and jewelry and I'm sitting up in these meetings, you know, I, the, I used to get these, com these comments from the managers all the time. Like, you're, you're, not, you're, you're not really a corporate guy, are you? 
you know, and I would say no, but that, but my numbers would be through the roof. And so they're like, well, what is it about the way you're selling, the way you're doing your presentations that are making customers, you know, uh, want, want, want to buy your product to be X, Y, and Z. And same thing with his firm. Right. When you meet engineers, you don't necessarily think that, okay, you know, this guy does beats and he does this and he does right. that. So there's, it's just being able to survive in corporate, play the corporate game and then have this whole other lifestyle. And then on top of that, be in corporate and smash it. Right. We're just in corporate, like we're smashing it. So we just call ourselves corporate thugs. Right. And, then, and then to add to that, the same way that I approach business, the same way I approach deals and, and contracts and negotiations and fixed fees and all that, that's the same exact way I approach the music. If, if you have to be to work at eight o'clock and you're there till five and you take an hour lunch, if we, and he, he's, oh my gosh, he, he comes up to- No game, <laughs> He comes to the house and we have to record music or something. And like my wife will come in and say, hey, are you guys gonna eat today at no, all? No. I mean, but it's the same thing, the same way, just like you have a project that has to be turned in, you have a you have a deadline. That's the same exact way we approach music. That's, that's the best definition of corporate thug that I've heard, because it's a live show, so I don't want to, I don't know who's watching, but I don't want to say the, the, the type of examples that I've heard of corporate thugs from women, and I'm like, uh, be careful what you ask for now. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> No, but playing the lines, I like that you said you meet your deadlines. Like, it's serious. The people who excel in business that I know, that's how they approach it. It's a job. Oh, yeah. I know guys that stay in the studio for three, four days in a row. They come out. They don't even know that time has passed because there's no time. Right. Yeah. I mean, just, just I think when people think about music or entertainment in general, they think that, oh, it's just, it's just so much fun and yeah. dream. I wish I could do this and do that. But it is so much work. And we're, yeah. we're in the studio that long because we have to get it right. Right. It has to be right. You know, so I, I think you have to approach everything right. with that same level of excellence. It's, it's, it's got to be right. It's got to be, it's got to be your very best right. every time. Even that song we're talking about with Sophia Camille, it's, it's just under three minutes, but that song probably took, you know, 50 hours to make. Oh, yeah. All, all in. And that's what people don't understand. Like these people that are saying, I want to be a rapper and they buy in studio time and you in there for an hour and you did your song. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. That's hot. That's, right. that's <laughs> not life. These men take three months and mix down a whole album. Right. That's just the mixing process. Like exactly. entertainment is not an overnight game. It ain't no hobby. It ain't always fun. It ain't no nine to fives. Oh. Exactly. And mind you, we did probably the last three or four records during COVID. Right. So you're talking about on Zoom with artists in the UK and out on the West Coast, and it's three o'clock in the morning our time, and we're on Zoom up writing songs and going back and forth with mixes and splicing and you know X, Y, and Z and changing beats. I mean, yeah. so you know, we oh. we really put in work on this thing while people were trying to figure out, oh my God, I can't do anything during Zoom. We were like, let's find a way. Right, exactly. Let's find a, let's find a way to win. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. That's why I said successful people, at least the successful people that I know, this COVID has not been a break for them. There has been no downtime. This is go time. Yeah, that was, exactly. that was foot on the gas right there. That yeah. was two gas pedals, no brakes. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, um, what are the... R&B is my favorite genre. I, I love R&B. So what, what's some of y'all favorite like R&B joints, you know, from like back in the day or like what, what era R&B are y'all? 
I think everything from the show after part of the tour is going to be, <laughs> be number one. That's, that's okay. seven right there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> let me see. My favorite genre, I mean, uh, like just time period of R&B. Yeah. Man, probably, probably mid 90s to, you know, early 2000s. I, I just feel like just the musicality. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, people used to have interludes. Remember that? Like, yeah. You know, people would like come on there with interludes, and they'd be like interlude thanking God. Then it'd be like a phone call <laughs> interlude, like yo, I'm coming on. You know, like <laughs> like it was, it was like this roller coaster of right. music. Um, yeah. Songs had bridges. Mm -hmm. Songs used to have bridges, man. So I think musically, I missed that that yeah. part of music when people it wasn't just like okay, let's just make a song about you know come beat it up. It was like, you know, let me make this a full-blown record with, you know, with Bridges and, and Ad-Libs and X, right. Y, and Z. And they, I mean, it was a real record. So that's probably my favorite, favorite people of R&B. You definitely okay, speak well, in my language. I love to hear that song. Right? Now, I want to bring you to my language. I'm sorry. I like me some Green Day. I love me some love Green Day. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So from the alternative, like what what are your favorites? What do you like? I, I wanted to be Courtney Love, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so my my favorite would be I don't know about yours. I I, I gotta say Nirvana. Nirvana, I already knew you were gonna go. Yeah, mm. I, I, when they came out, that changed the game for me hello, as far as the, the intro to to what what rock could be. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, right? um, Smashing Pumpkins, mm. Chemical Romance. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought Courtney Love was a freaking rock star, man. I was like, wow, she's on something else. Right. And then yeah. what's really a trip is, you, when you look at what Lenny Kravitz was doing back then, it's like he was ahead of his time. If he if he came out right now, right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now you, I speak that language too. <laughs> oh, hey, me too. Me too, because I, I love it. Like a lot of a lot of my white friends can't believe that I'm I'm, I'm a Bon Jovi fan. And I was like, man, oh, right. like that dude Richie's. That dude, Richie Sambora on the guitar, ain't no, nobody like it right there, man. So, and that's funny because we're, we're at this resort and Eagles came on, the little bands playing Eagles, Eagles. Yeah. And, uh, you know, most of the black people were kind of still chilling. Right. Me and him were like, welcome to the California. You know, <laughs> like, like, right. Yeah. That's good, um, man. He's supposed to be well rounded, man. Because I, I hate, I, I was like, no, no, mind. But I, I, I just hate to see people. That, <laughs> I, no, I don't want to say that. But I hate to see people only like know one, one, one part of music. Like, and you call yourself yeah. an artist, you gotta know everything and everybody. Like, everything. Yeah. That was one of the things I loved about Quincy Jones in his, uh, in his um, movie that he did. He basically, I don't know, someone asked him somewhere, you know, what kind of producer? His answer was music producer. Like he couldn't even right, like period like music like he didn't even want to go to R and B or soul and he was just like music that's it right. just music period. There's nothing that man can't do. You guys are right. mentioning my first crushes in the whole world was Mr. Quincy Jones, mm -hmm. and that's because I used to play with his kids, and he brought me jelly donuts. Mm. <laughs> also, you should lead with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other credentials. She can leave with that too. Someone else, someone else wants to know: uh, Would there be a music video for your uh, new single? You went down on us a little bit. Oh, my bad. We lost your volume. He said, "Will there be a music video?" Yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. 
Um, you want to talk about that? Or? Sure. It's for us. It's kind of just trying to find a way to be creative in COVID, and, and still, you know, deliver like a great product, right? So we don't we don't want to just shoot some clips and splice them together. So we're just trying to figure out what would that concept look like, and and how can we safely do it, right? You know, to to really tell the story of, of this song and in the next couple of songs that we're going to release. So absolutely. I just want to know, is some footage going to be released from the resort that you guys are at right now? You know, <laughs> yes, a little bit. Um, but one of them, you know, one of the things that makes me happiest is when you, the kids hear the music. First of all, the kids will let you know if they don't like it immediately. Yeah. Yep. But when we played that record, I mean, they were all over the floor dancing. My son is four. He thinks he's a break dancer. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Kenny. But... Uh, he 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 starts spinning around on the floor, and they start doing all kind of little things like that. So we'll probably have something something like that in uh, in some footage form. Exactly. Which one of y'all the Freemasons? Uh oh. You're gone again. You're really down. Okay, so until Courtney, figure, go ahead. Can, uh, which one of y'all is the, the Freemasons? Can you hear him? It's crucial. Yeah, crucial is a few, yeah. Okay, so we're live, so I'm just gonna keep going. Freemasonry, I don't know anything about being a Mason. Can you tell us, because there's so many, when you look on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many narratives of what a Mason is, what a Freemason is, the Illuminati is supposedly tied to a Mason. I'm like, all the Masons I know are black guys, and they <laughs> Illuminati. Right. So can you elaborate on that a little yeah, bit? It, it's essentially, I did it when I was, when I was in uh, Tallahassee FM. And essentially what happens is, from a parental standpoint, I guess I'll, I'll start there. You want to give your kids or your little nephew or something like that the best opportunity to be successful. So being in a situation where I traveled a lot when I first uh, got into the corporate world, it's nothing like being able to go to Boston or go to Virginia or go to California. And you know that you're a part of an organization, for example, like, you know, we're both in fraternities, but it's the oldest fraternity to put it in perspective. So if I can go, go to Boston and, you know, somebody from my lodge says, Hey, look, you know, brother Gibbs is going to be there. Can somebody, you know, just take him out and go take him to dinner or whatever. It, it was more of a, of a brotherhood from that perspective. But it's a Christian-based organization, and essentially what it does is it gets you to kind of look into yourself a little bit more and just, just try to leave with, with God in mind. So it's social media before social media. It's just a networking tool, basically. It's essentially a networking tool, yes. See, y'all be trying to make stuff into something. Make it into something else. Yeah, it is something that we don't even understand. I get it now. Thank you, sir, for breaking that down for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Making it plain. <laughs> now, that happens in every bunch, too. So, I mean, you know, there's always, you know, something that could take it to the left, and somebody's like, well, you know, Mason did that. No, he did that. It's right. Like Mason, that it's, one person that might happen to also be a Mason that did that. It's like the whole child star thing. Like, people always ask me, how did you avoid the child star curse? There ain't no child star curse. We all, we all grew up with a drug addict, right? We all grew up with a stripper. Right. Mm -hmm. We all grew up with somebody who stole something or somebody who killed themselves. It doesn't mean that there's a curse. 
Right. It just needs a different parenting, and you know, there's statistics that weigh in there. Yeah. You so, just haven't had the camera on you at that time. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And, and we're, not, we're not fans of you. Right. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to pretend. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget that yeah, part, too. Yeah, that little part. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the tables are turned, because you've been in my house all week. We've been bumping you, and my daughter be dancing and singing. Oh. So I know. When the, she's six. That's the perfect age. That's the perfect age. Because if she said, mommy, turn that off, that's how you know it's not working. She'll tell you. Oh, yeah. And it's been pure. She told me to turn it back on. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And we we knew knew it was a good one because normally, like, older people I know would be like, well, why don't y'all just start, why don't y'all do something in gospel? But when we play this one, they'll be like, ooh. (laughs) 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 Have y'all been paying attention to the versus battles? Yes, we just saw the Brandy and Monica one out. Yeah, what did you think about that? I think, (laughs) so my opinion, and I think think other people may share this same opinion, is that Brandy and Monica have two different fan bases. Um, You know, I said that a lot of Monica's fan base is, um, you know, pretty much in Atlanta or in the South type of, uh, of areas, and they are... They're they're there. They they're not going to change. Whereas Brandy Brandy has a different mindset and and a different just a different group. You know, like even if you watch them, you can see Brandy was in like in a really really eclectic style, and Monica was like super put together, like you know, boom boom, like like red carpet ready right then. So it's it's a different fan base in my opinion. Um, I can't really say who I think won or didn't win. Um, I think. Sonically, they're, they're they're about you know neck and neck. I think they're, they're good at doing doing what they do. It was it was it was dope, man. It, it was it was good to see the two of them. You know, after all these years, um, I, mean, I enjoyed it. You know, mm. um, huge huge Brandy fan, huge Monica fan. Vocally, I think Brandy's just uh, mm-hmm. Monica's a beast in her own right. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to hear their catalogs play back oh, yeah. to back like oh, yeah. that. You know, it just really kind of reminded you when you were growing up, like, oh, shoot, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Especially when they played the joint with uh, Brandy and Wanye. I totally forgot about that mm-hmm. record, man. Yeah. So it's, I enjoyed it. That's crazy, because I didn't even think it was close. I thought Monica just blew her out. I mean, I just what? thought it was, yeah, really? I, I didn't think it was close. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Monica got hits, hits, man. Like, you know, Brandy got, Brandy got some shit now, but. Monica, just yeah. Monica is like a different level to me, man. I just like her whole style and shit too. But yeah, oh, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was close. I don't even understand how people put them together, honestly. Like <laughs> Monica is the baby mama in me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then Brandy is the. I grew up in a good neighborhood. I have two parents. I live in a nice home. Yeah. Like she brought back the sweetness, I think, of life. And Monica hit me with that COVID-19. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the reality of what life is. Right, right, right. That's a hard one. I don't even know how you judge that. I don't know why they always try to put black women against each other. I think maybe Monica and Keisha Cole should have won. Yeah, now that's a good one. But she would blow Keisha Cole out too because just because the catalog's so long. But that, that's a great comparison right there. 
But I'm saying that's that's what they get. Yeah. Brandy, I'm not sure who we could give with Brandy. I wouldn't say Beyonce because even that's different. But maybe Tamia. Yeah, that could be. Maybe Brandy Tamia. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like they're so. I don't know. I think Brandy might 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 win that one pretty convincingly. So who would you pin her against? Like I shouldn't say pin, but who would you put her with? What about Tamar Braxton? But see, they, they, but to to me, it mm. comes down to the catalog, right? right. Like what ends up happening is the catalog. It's it doesn't. It ends up being less about you know maybe who's vocally this or that, but like whose catalog can can stand, you know, go toe to toe. Right. What is it? Twenty and twenty. Yeah. Yep. And least, right. Right. Yeah. Right. See. Tamar. I mean, Tamar is just such a. Oh my gosh. Now that's what I would love to work with. We saw her on. Was that Good Morning America? I think it was. And she was just kind of like sitting down doing her thing. And I was like, let's see how this comes out. And oh, she yeah. just shredded yeah. it. I was yeah. like, oh my God. I mean, so vocally, yeah, she's definitely way up there. Cherry, someone says you look like Monica. Oh, well, thank you. Because I think she's gorgeous. She is. I wouldn't say, I don't know how much they look alike, but they both gangster as hell. Like a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Cherry, Cherry and Monica, they both got that gangster in them. <laughs> I wish I had her waistline because she's a tiny little something. <laughs> but that is definitely a compliment. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody else also asked, would you gentlemen be open to seeing something a cappella? Acapella. Sure. Acapella. That's probably gonna be. I'll sing a piece of <laughs> <laughs> I'll sing a piece of the one that I sent you guys. Um, Girl, you are savage. I love how you love it. You take it all from me. You cannot get enough. Watching you grip the mattress. I give you detail, I fill you up. It's such a bad habit, roll over, fall asleep. I need some more. Okay. <laughs> Today, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have some people taking breaks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, somebody just threw their panties at us, man. I don't know if you saw. Wait, I love how they both ducked at the same time. You <laughs> swerved them, y'all. They don't want no problems. <laughs> how are you gonna handle that being family men? Going on tours, the groupies, like mm. it's a lot. I'm just gonna throw it out there. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot. Are you prepared for for the for the devil, the temptation, for the panties? Devil. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna probably be more. I mean, again, for for the way that we do our music, it's more of by the time you're actually performing, we're really already done. Yeah, you know, so it's it's not so much for us being on tour or something like that. To answer your question, yeah, we've been pretty strategic about how we yeah. approach this thing this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we're we're not necessarily trying to be out front like that. Right. Although although we can sing and we perform, but we're really enjoying you know taking people that can sing, people that can rap, and 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 and, and putting a really dope record on there and watching them go. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to your point, we we'd rather be more like the Neptunes and with my occasional Pharrell appearances on right, records. Right. Mm. So, you know, we 
you know, we I, I, we want to sit in the Grammys and, and get the records with dopest producer as opposed to having to meet the demands of being on tour and you know all that kind of stuff. Right. So we we want to keep it balanced. Yeah, they said that's what I'm sorry. Would you go say, Courtney? No, that someone said that's church singing. A uh, church training. What church did you <laughs> sing in? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, was, I was in the choir at Bethlehem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, you, you bring it back to church after I took it somewhere else. <laughs> you know, the church I grew up, they were like on some, uh, we are praying church. You know, it was like that real, you know, everything was sitting like this the whole time. Clap your hands. So, <laughs> until we started going to the Baptist churches and the, you know, anything that has tabernacle in the name. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we start going to those kind of churches. That's when I really, I was like, okay, that that trained my ear. Mm. Oh, I like <laughs> tabernacle. Tabernacle. A question. Now you mentioned that you like grooming artists, right? Yeah. If there are some young artists, which there are, I can guarantee you, out there listening and watching us now, how do they get in touch with you? What are you looking for? First of all, people don't understand that there's a way that you need to arrange your demo. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So can you talk about how arranging that demo is important and what they need to do and how they would get in touch with you and what you're looking for? Sure. Um, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can go, but I'll, I'll let you kick this one off. And then I'll, I'll see what I'll so, okay. So basically, first and foremost, you have to be open to criticism. You have to be willing to listen. You know, if we... If we're coming in as the professionals and saying, look, we think what you have here works, but can you consider trying it this way? Right. Or we might need to go back to the studio and record something like this. We do get a lot of people that will say no. Like, I don't want to do it. This is the way it needs to be. So that's a, that's a hard no right there. That, that person right there is not somebody that we're... Yeah. We right. Um, but I mean, as far as the demo preparation, um, you know, it, 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 it's like anything, right? If you say you want to play in the NFL, you can't just be the fastest kid in your neighborhood and think that that's enough. You really do need to learn about football. You need to learn, you need to work out, you need to exercise. And so it's the same thing when you're doing your demo. Um, you know, did you write it? You know, did you, are you, are you even trying to write? Or do you just want to be the talent? Um, did, you know, did, or did you get this beat off of YouTube? Are you actually working with somebody? Do you even know what your sound is? A lot of times we'll talk to artists and they'll be really dope and we'll say, hey, so what do you, what do you compare yourself to? And they'll say something like, you know, oh, um, like Aaliyah. But we're like, but you don't, that's not your sound. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be honest with yourself. So I think with the demo, um, being honest with yourself, really, really being true and, and not being afraid to, to, to create your own sound. You don't have to sound like anybody else. You need to sound just like you. And if that's enough for us to work with, right. it, it really is. Don't don't try to sound like, you know, Janae Aiko. Don't try to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't need to sound like I need you to be you, 100%. We right. are completely authentic, and we can work with that. I'm sorry. See, what's going on? My kids is in the room playing Roblox. <laughs> and they trying to play on FaceTime with their friends. And it's ringing on yours. you up. And your friends is blowing me up. All right. Hey, we all got to do what we got to do. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the other part of that is, um, you know, we're, we're very open. We're very accessible. Yeah. Um, 
PennDeep.com. Yeah, and at PennDeep on Instagram. Yeah. Say so, that again. Say that again, guys. If they want to do P-E-N-Z-D-E-E-P. So if anybody goes in there and shoots a message or something like that, um, you know, we're, we're, we're always open to work. Yeah. And even if you don't have tracks, if you don't have production, if you want to, you know, send us a, a voice note or, you know, a, a freestyle voice note, you know, that'll let us know, you know, what you're working with. Too. Right. So you don't, you know, don't feel intimidated. Like, oh, I don't have any music. You know, we can, we can tell. Right. <laughs> so are you guys open? Do you listen to everything yourselves? Oh, we pretty much listen to everything. Yes. Yeah. We are music junkies. Yes. Yeah. I we I'll tell you just really quick. I had a um, I was in a condo, just moved into a house recently, and when we moved in. We had a yard guy that basically came with the house, and you know, as soon as I got up and got me some lawn equipment, we got rid of him. I go out there now about two days a week for about two or three hours, and I just got my headphones on, and I'm just I'm listening to everything, just everything I can, everything for like two or three hours at a time. Yeah. Wow. So what is the process when you're going in the studio to make your own music? Do you guys have to take a period where you have to clean your ear so that you're not picking up anything that you have heard prior? Yeah, sometimes, I know, sometimes you have to turn the radio off, you know, otherwise I'll come in like, that's some wop. Uh, 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 that's, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, that's not my song, that's not my, that's not my song. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to like <laughs> turn, turn the radio off. <laughs> but, uh, but he- Tell me about it. You know, just to unplug. And, right. And no shade. That's a dope. That record is really dope. I, that's we, we love that you mentioned it because the day it came out, of course, I had no clue what it was. And Courtney gets on live and asks me, hey, do you know what WAP is? And I'm, I'm over here Googling. <laughs> that's a WAP. Yeah, the WAP. <laughs> that's the WAP. <laughs> I'm over here Googling, and I don't know what it is. Oh. Stop! <laughs> that's, right. how, that's right. how you know you're a parent. Hold on one second. Right back on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, they keep calling over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Yeah, so when we, when we go into the studio, um, and he teases me all the time because either I'll have a song in my head or he will have made a beat. But I tip, what, what do I do? So, so <laughs> I'll send him something, you know, whatever. It's pretty much 95% complete. And he'll listen to it and he'll say, yeah. But it needs a, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, man. I'd be like, just add that. Right. And he's like, what? I don't know what you're trying to say. I a hi-hat and a, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I, see it. I see it. I see yeah. it. I see it. A Congo and a hi-hat, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I know. For some reason, when I do that, I always put like a bongo in there. I don't know why I do that. Just... Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but that's yeah. Eventually, we get to it. Yeah, it, 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 he typically comes up with something just that's just ridiculous, and then from a songwriter standpoint, I'll say, "Oh man, let's open this part a little bit more," or 
you know, I'll tease him. I'll say, hey, man, stop, stop pouring milk on it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, water, don't water my Fruity Pebbles down. Take right. that milk out. Right. And, and then he comes back with something. I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, but it's that we just go back and forth like that. And, or I'll play something on the piano and he'll just build something mm -hmm. ridiculous around it. So, well, we have a good time with that creative yeah, process for sure. Yeah. Uh Ashley, well, first of all, they're laughing at you, Cherry. They, you got everybody laughing. Uh, but Ashley, <laughs> Ashley wants to know, would you do other music besides church stuff? And she says she loves what you do. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I Anything. mean, right now in the bag, we've got country, we've got R&B, alternative, pop, alternative yeah. soul, soul. Um, Afro Reggae, beat, Oh, Afro, Afro beat. Beat. Yeah. Ridiculous. yeah. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. Yeah. So we've been playing with some Afrobeat stuff. We're working uh, with this artist down in Dominica. Um, we're, we're, we just love music, man. We're down for everything. And I got another <laughs> question. Uh, someone says, uh, could Cherry do some vocals on a track with you? Let me just say this. It's going to cost you. Because Cherry, Cherry, <laughs> yeah, Cherry, Cherry, hey, you can't get Cherry on a track like that. Cherry got them real vocals now. Cherry does get some work. Real. Cherry cannot sing. Cherry can, <laughs> however, J Lo. Oh, get the people what they want. Come get on this Pins Deep track, man. That's what you need. That's what you need. You said send you one. Okay. Oh, no, <laughs> problem. no problem. I ain't trying to mislead nobody. If you want J Lo on the track, I got you. <laughs> get your little Pro Tools, Auto Tunes. Whatever you call it ready, because I'm going to need it. You already, got it. It you already got the HD setup back yeah. there. We got to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, yeah, we're down to work with anything. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any, any type of music, any style. And we love gospel. We've actually been, uh, our friend Shannon up in Maryland, mm. um, we were kind of going back and forth with her. She's a really dope bass player that we met at ASCAP uh, last year, year before. Mm -hmm. But uh, we've been talking about trying to do some gospel stuff with her too. So we, we're we just, I mean, that's our roots anyway. Right, so right. absolutely. Oh, what else do people want to know, Courtney? Uh, phone call. Oh, well, <laughs> they're laughing. They're still oh, laughing at the phone. <laughs> <laughs> they're still laughing at the phone call. Uh, and then you got people battling over Madonna. Somehow Madonna, and uh, I don't know if it's Madonna versus Monica or what they're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Madonna. what you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Madonna got thrown in here. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that one either. I would like okay. to go battle somebody. Not so much. Craig David. Yeah. Anyway, so who? Craig David. Oh, I like Craig David. Yeah. All right. I do. Okay. <laughs> Question. You guys have a single coming out September 18th. Yes. The name, where they can find it. Do What I Want. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. Title. Title. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can pre-down, do the pre-save link now. It's on our, on our page at pinsdeep.com or pinsdeep on Instagram. But it'll be available on Spotify and all streaming platforms on September 18th. Nice. Beautiful. September 18th. We in the house with pins deep. Pins, baby. Pins. Tell them again how to find you on social media. Absolutely. Um, at pins deep. That's P-E-N-Z-D-E-E-P. So at pins deep on Instagram or pinsdeep.com. 
And they read them DMs, y'all. They listen to them DMs. They said you can voice record. Yeah, listen to your freestyles, everything. So send it over. Your motto for the rest of 2020. What is it? <laughs> that is probably it. Yeah, that's probably the motto. I think our motto is um, you know, get what you came for. Mm. We, we, no matter what happens, we're like, we're going to get what we came right. for. <laughs> they really want Cherry on a track with y'all. Wow. Oh, man, say something. <laughs> Have y'all heard me sing? Like, where did you get this from? Yeah, auto tune. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the other one? There's another one that's better than auto tunes. It doesn't make you sound so mechanical. What's it called? Melodyne. What is it? You talking about Melodyne? The one that's Melodyne. Natural. Mm -hmm. I need I need Melodyne first, right? <laughs> then auto tune on top of the Melodyne. Yeah, be careful! You spend your whole week in yeah. Melodyne. You be sound like a transformer. Do all that. <laughs> hey, so so since everybody talking about it, what if Cherry just wanted to do one song right now? What 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 would the process be? Oh man! So. Um, any excuse to fly right now would be dope. So you say we'll we'll be there, but <laughs> if not, <laughs> COVID pending, of course. Right. But otherwise, so what we would do is we we'd send her the track. Um, we we go back and forth with you on ideas, um, you know, via Zoom. Um, a lot of times, you know, once once I have a chance to talk with the artist and, and he has a chance to kind of get your vibe. I immediately go into overdrive. So I'll, I'll probably have a hook by the, by that right. week for sure. Right. Now at least send you the hook and you know make sure it's something you feel comfortable with. Or instead of writing a whole song, I just write a hook for you and then you sing the hook, right? Even if you just recorded it in GarageBand, send us the Waves files from that. Mm. I'll tell you, we're gonna keep it simple for you. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. So you guys, Courtney, you're clowning. But I have a confession. Okay. One of my dreams and my goals, you guys, is to be a one-hit wonder. Mm. We're here for it. And so... <laughs> you ready? You got your microphone? Right there. Yeah. Is that a roadie? <laughs> it's a Yeti. It's a Yeti. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So look, y'all playing out there? No, when I drop a single next year sometime 2021. No, no, no. Pins Deep is all on the credits. Yep. Courtney, I don't know, coordinating producer or something is there. I'm going to be your flavor flavor. I'm going to be your flavor flavor. <laughs> Y'all better support my shit. Buy my shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple of yeah boys and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll get some ad lib traps from Courtney and Lacey the ad lib. But in the inner realm, pins deep, you guys, September 18th. Please support. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for having us. For sure. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, great meeting you guys. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Welcome to Cherry's World. Brought to you by Less is More Events. Get Lime. 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 Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. 
Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.